Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf mem ches. Quick chazor. We saw daf mem zayin. The gemara daf mem zayin. Ralph said that Rebbe was matir somebody to carry this fire pan with the ashes on it. And the gemara said the chayyut should be also to carry because it should be muktzah. So the gemara gave a few different roots. And the gemara first tried saying that there were some non burnt incest on the pan, and therefore since you had the non burnt incest there as well, what's going to be muktzah? The gemara said the chayyut was not considered a chashuv because Rebbe is very rich, so it should not be not be chashuv. So the gemara tried saying that it's going to be muktzah because of grash array because it's disgusting. It's going to be muktzah removed. The gemara says not we can't use the hetar. Because first of all, it's not disgusting, and second of all, it's not covered. Meaning, by graph the reason why it's going to be mutter is because it is not covered. However, here this pan is going to be it's covered, and therefore you don't have to graph charade. So the Gemara concluded they were talking about a case where you needed the ashes. The ashes themselves were muktzah because you used them to cover, split it to cover excrement. Then the Gemara on the bottom went through an interesting discussion about what type of beds are you allowed to make these type of portable beds on Shabbos or not. The Gemara came out that it's machlekes whether putting back together a bed which is weakly connected, which is not strongly connected, is that going to be a problem? Mach of hatas or not? We said that was going to be a machlekes. Then we saw the the Mishnah on the base said that a person is allowed to put a clea under a nair to catch the nitsitis, to catch the sparks, he's not allowed to put water under. And the Gemara explained that he's allowed to put the plate under, and it's not a problem about the Gemara because nitsitis they may mamish, they're not physical, and therefore it's going to be mutter. And you're not allowed to put the water there because it's considered a keyboy, even on Arab Shabbos, you're not allowed to put the water there because since the sparks are going to fall directly in the water, that's going to be a problem with keyboy. Then we started the parak. And the mission list of, listed off a bunch of things which are mice of heaven, things which increase the heat, and therefore you're not allowed to wrap your food with them on Arab Shabbos. Now, Bez Hashem, we're going to see today an interesting discussion about a story where an Evid did something wrong and Rabbah gave him mustard, Rabbah got upset about it. Then we're going to see the Gemara is going to talk about things which are designated for at the Mana, are they going to be Muktza or not? And then the Gemara on the base is going to talk about Kalim, which are connected, but they're not strongly connected, and they're really two separate Kalim. Are they, are they going to be considered one clean regards to Tuma? And if one part of the Kalim comes time, they're all Tuma, or do we separate the Kalim? So let's see the head of Gemara on the top of that. Robert and Rabzir went up to the house of the Reish Galusa. They saw this Eved, the Eved of the Reish Galusa, putting this pitcher, this small clay of water, of cold water, on top of this hot boiling, uh, hot boiler. And Nazi Rabbah, so Rabbah gave him muster. Rabbah said, You can't do that. Meaning, he was putting this cold pitcher, this cold cup of water, on top of this hot boiler in order to heat the water up. What's the difference that we say that a person's allowed to put a mechem on top of another mechem? A person's allowed to put, we'll see later on, a person's allowed to put one kettle on top of another kettle, and that's going to be mutter. So, what's the difference? Why are you not allowed to put this water on top of this hot boiler? And says the Gemara, There, you're just keeping retaining the heat. Over here, you're taking cold water and you're making it hot. You're putting it on top of the hot water, and that's going to be us. They're both hot. You just want to retain the heat. However, by this case, we're talking about putting cold water on top of hot water. That is going to be a problem because you're making the cold water hot, and that is considered a problem. Abishal on shops says more right there. How the chazi departs. He then saw that he took his turban and he put it on top of the barrel. He put a cup on top. He took the he put a clay which you take out the wine from on top of the on top of the cloth, top of his head covering. Nazir Rabba Rabba again gave him muster. He said he can't do that. Why can't you do that? What's wrong with putting a cloth on top of a barrel? He said back to him. See, look, look, watch what happens. He then saw that the Eved was wringing out the cloth. He was squeezing out the cloth because the cloth got wet. The cloth fell in. So that's why you're not allowed to put the cloth on top of the barrel because if the cloth falls in, we're going to fray. They're going to squeeze it out. Let's talk what happened. He ended up squeezing it out. Again, it's interesting why exactly Rabbi didn't stop from doing it. Rabbi just seemed, seemingly gave him muster and then just watched him do the Isser. It's a little bit unclear. Maybe he thought that the Evid wouldn't listen to him if he tried stopping, or maybe it was Reish Kalusa. Not exactly sure what exactly is the specific details in the story. If anybody knows, it'd be very helpful to figure out why exactly Rabbi didn't stop him. But says the Gemara Vaiter, what's the difference that we allow a person to put this begad, this type of cloth, on top of the wine on Shabbos? I mean, why do we say that to put your head covering is going to be a problem? But 
to put this type of cloth is not going to be a problem. It's a machlekes mishenim. Is it because we see that people put the cloth on them? We assume it's matter, or do we see later on in the sech that's going to be better to put this cloth on top? So I'm really awesome. Like a couple of boy, a couple of boy. There's a very big difference over here. The person took off his head covering and put it on top of the barrel. So if it falls in, he's going to want to wring it out. He's going to want to squeeze it out. However, this cloth, this rag, he doesn't care if it falls in. It's a type of rag that he doesn't care if it gets wet, and therefore we're not cheshesh that is going to schit. And therefore it's better to cover with this type of rag he doesn't care about. Says like we're right there. Below you be tapping. The mission said that a person is not allowed to use any of these materials when they are going to be dry, or if they're wet, then it's going to be mutter to use as that mana. One of them was muchan, which is the soft type of material. So now the Gemara wants to know when the person designates this soft material is normally going to end up being used as a regular cloth to be made into fancy type of clothing. So the Gemara Shail is once a person designates it for hatmana on Shabbos, he lets say a person uses its cloth for hatmana, he uses it to wrap his his food items for shots. The question is, do now does that take away their status of being muksa? Meaning originally when they were designated to be made into clothing, they're going to be muksa because they're going to be used to ma- made into clothing. However, now that the person designated for Atmana, will that take off the shame is or will that take it off from being muksa? This type of bega, this soft material that you designated for Atmana on Shabbos. What is Allah? Are you allowed to move it on Shabbos to go to problem muksa or not? Just because he doesn't have a kupa of tevin around, just because he doesn't have straw around, he's going to be Mafker this kupa of muchan means going to be mafker this cloth, this felt. Meaning, just because he happened to have used it for atmana this week doesn't mean he doesn't plan to mention using it as a baggage, and therefore it's going to still be mukta. Says the Gemara Le Misayele, I'll bring you a raya, taimnin, begize tamer, but tipe tamer, but shayna shalagam. And a person's allowed to use all these different types of wool, coarse wool, and refined wool, and this purple wool, but muchan, the imatatman, they say, and you're allowed to use muchan, but it says, but fair, say, not to move it. Sounds like it's mukta. And it says, if it's because of that price, I'll tell you that it's not a raya. Hachi kamer, this is the price I'm telling you. And if you did not use them for atmana, then aim a tatl. They say then you're not allowed to tatl it. Meaning we thought the bris was telling us that you're allowed to use it for atmana. Even if you use it for atmana, it's going to be muktza. Says the bris, no, it's two separate things. Number one, you're allowed to use it for atmana. And number two, if you if you don't if you're not using it for atmana, then it's going to be muktza. But if you did use it for atmana, then it will not be muktza. But says tomorrow, yachim my remember. So what's the chiddush? If you didn't use it for atmana, what was the chiddush? Why would I think that's not muktza? I think maybe it's right to lay on top of it. Meaning it's a comfortable cloth. So maybe maybe it's considered a kli and it's not going to be muktza because it's right to lay. On top of it, Kamash will know that since it's designated to be end up being to be made into clothing, it's going to be mukta and it's going to be asr. So again, we don't have a raya whether this muhan, whether this type of uh, felt which is designated for atmana, is that going to now make it not muksa, or do we say no, since eventually it's going to be made into clothing, it is still going to be mukta. Says the Hale Gigmarvaiter Khizasharla Drury, Ujulabai Sadi Bashaps. Now we're going to segue a little bit into the Sigma Makrapatish, which is when a person finishes doing a malacha, he finishes creating something that is going to be Isra Makrapatish. Now we're going to talk about things which are seemingly or might be a problem makapatish, and we're going to discuss whether they're problem. So if Chizda allowed for a person to put the stuffing of the pillow back in, if the stuffing of your pillow came out on Chabbos, if Chizda you're allowed to put it back in on Chabbos, that's not going to be a problem making a clean because it's already a clean and just some of the things came out and putting it back in is not going to be considered an Israel Makapaz. It says more Easter of Khanbar Khizla of Khizda Matir and Bay Satsavar Bishabis Avalai Pais and Malacha is that in the olden days, at least the way Rashi learns Big Machak Jashem and Alana Gwar, but we're going with Rashi, that in the olden days used to have make when they used to create clothing, so then they would have this one big piece of cloth and they, the way they and they would make sleeves, and the way they would make the neck hole was that they would Open up, they would have a piece of clothing, and they would open up a hole in the middle of the clothing for the neck. So that is that is what we call That's opening up a neck hole on Shabbos. That's going to be asr. Matir and is where the the neck hole was already open and it was just tied. So you're allowed. So it says the Gemara, Matir and Beisatzar Shabbos. You're allowed to untie the neck hole on Shabbos because again it was already open. So now you're just untying the knot which kept it together. However, have a light paisin. If it was a regular, it was a piece of cloth, and now you want to open up a neck hole for the first time, you want to create the place for the neck. That's going to be asr on Shabbos. And you're not. 
to put the stuffing into your pillow, into your blanket. Vain time, we're Shabbos and Kolshkin on Shabbos. Now we have a steer, because we just said a second ago it's going to be much to put it back in your pillow. And now we're saying it's going to be usher to stuff your pillow on Shabbos. And the Gemara, no, like this is where we said it's going to be usher to put it in. That's by new pillows and new blankets, because when you put it in for the first time, that's going to be considered making the clean. That's going to be it's of Makapatish. And this time we said that it's going to be mutter. That's when it was already a clean, and now your, now your, your, your pillow is already there, and you were using a pillow for a long time. And then the stuffings came out. So now when you put the stuffings back in, it's not considered as if you made the clean now, because it's already a pillow. You're just putting it back in, that's going to be mutter. So it's clearly the Bryson makes a distinction between for the first time you're not allowed to stuff your pillow, stuff your blanket for the first time because that is going to be a problem. However, if it falls out, then you're allowed to put it back in because that's not a problem. A person who's creating a shirt and he makes the space for the neck, he is going to be on Shabbos. Now, again, the seemingly innocuous sugi, the seemingly innocent sugi is negate. Tremendously, Allah to opening up potato bags, to opening up soda bottles on Shabbos, to ripping bags of candy, any type of bag on Shabbos. This is negate to our sugya. So, quick halacha, uh, quick overview of what's going on over here. The rasher rings down that the reason why you're high when you do that is because you are over the Isra of Makabe Patish. You're creating a Begin now, you're creating a shirt, and then you're going to be over the Isra of Maka Patish. However, many other Rutva and the Ramban, other Rishan over here, and Mitzakas Makas and Avgilam Beis ask the Kasha, why didn't Rashi say that you're going to be Chayev because of Karea? Why not Chayev? Because of ripping. The Chayev, when you open the neck hole, you are ripping the Begin. So the Chayev should be Chayev because of Karea. And this is Negei again, to open a potato bag. Are you allowed to open up a potato bag? Is that considered ripping or not? So the Rishan explained the reason Rashi didn't say you're Chayev because of Karea is because we're going to see later on in the Mishnah on that Ein Gimel in that person's only chayv for Korea if it's Amanas, lit for. If it's Amanas, to soak. Because in the base of Mikdash, where the uses there was, in the Mishkan, I'm sorry, they would rip their baguette in order to make it better sewing, in order to sew it up better again. So therefore, the only time we're going to be chayv for Korea, the Bishanin learns that Rashi held, you're only going to be chayv if it's specifically for Korea Amanas, lit for. Specifically, you are ripping in order to sew it again. However, here you're just ripping it, you're not planning on sewing it better, and therefore you're not going to chayv because of Korea. You're only going to be chayv because of Makapatish. Now, again, there is a very important chakira that the Baralach brings down in Shin Mem, and this is already uh, brought in the Rishayim. The Rishayim discussed this question. With this that the mission tells us that in order to be chayv for Kreya, in order to be chayv because of ripping, you're only going to be chayv, it's Amunas Litvar, if you plan on sewing it up afterwards. Is the mission telling you that it has to be done specifically to sew it up better afterwards because that's what they did in the Mishkan, and if you're only going to be chayv, I'm not specifically Amunas Litvar? Or do we say no? The reason why the mission brought down that has to be Amunas Litvar, that you have to rip in order to sew it up better, is because if it wasn't, if you weren't ripping for that, Purpose, then what you, the ripping would be considered makakal, be considered destroying, and the Lachas, you're not chai for destructive acting Shabbos. So, therefore, the reason why the Mishnah said that you're chai only by Kramanas Litvar is because it has to be a constructive type of ripping. So, when you rip in order to sew it up, that's considered a constructive type of ripping. And the Nafkamin is, what about Kramanas Litvar? Let's say a person rips in order to make something better, meaning let's say a person rips open a potato chip bag, and now it's better because now he can get the potato chips. Or let's say an hour to a person rips open the, uh, open the shirt, but now it's not considered destructive ripping, that's considered a constructive ripping because now he has a place for his neck. So, that's the discussion. Fascinating sugya, and again, it's very much in the Gavach Lamaisa. How do we paskin? Does a craft be so sugya? I'm not slitzvah, I'm not sasakin. Definitely a fascinating sugya. They're brought up very long Baralach about it, and it is a very interesting discussion. As Hashem, we'll see more about it as we go through the Masechta. One interesting detail over here is that the there's an interesting discussion there. Kind of what is the Shita, what is the sheet of the Rambam? Meaning, does the Rambam hold your Chayav by Pesach with Zara because of Machma Patish, or does the Rambam hold you going to be Chayav because of Kareh? So they're kind of want to make a diak. The Rambam is brought down in Parakid Alachal Yudin Alachal Shabbos, and over there the Rambam is talking about the Alachas of Kriya on Shabbos. He's talking about the Alachas of ripping. So they're kind of want to make a The Rambam holds that you're going to be Chayav by Pesach with Zara because of Kareh, not because of Machma Patish. But again, it's Machlokis Nachrenu over there. Why are you going to be Chayav? If you look at the Rebbeinu Prach over here, he quotes the Rebbeinu Rambam, Rambam, who's quoting his father, the Rambam, that the 
Ram seemingly said Rafair she went to be had because of Korea and not because of Makabadish. So Khar it's clear that the Ram Shita is you're going to be had because of Korea because of Korea because of ripping and not because of Makabadish. But again, the issue is that if we say that the reason why you're going to be had in our Gemara is because of Korea, not Makabadish, not like Rashi, then we're going to have to figure out what is the Gemara's Kasha where the Gemara is not going to ask a Kasha from a Chavitz, which is going to be Ishto Makabadish. So the Khar you're going to have to say that even if you're only going to be Chayav because of Korea here, you're also going to be Chayav because of Makabadish. I mean, you could be Chayav maybe two Malachas, Korea and Makabadish. Again, separate discussion. The Akhrainim, many Akhrainim want to suggest to you say that you can never be Chayav for the Malacha and Makabadish, but that we'll see later on in the Sechta. So says the Gemara, a person opens up a neck on Chayav is going to be Chayav Chatz. Maska, Rav Kahana asks, Rav Kahana, what's the difference between a person who opens up a neck on Shabbos, which is saying Yechayev, Achatas, and a person who opens up a barrel on Shabbos, which we'll see later on in the Sechta, again, so Rashi Rashi Tesis, which specific case we're talking about, but the mission later on, on Dav Kuf says that a person is allowed to, you have a barrel, and it's connected with a cover, and the cover is sealed on top, but you're allowed to slice the cover off, and you're allowed to open up the cover on Shabbos. That's the Gemara. Why is it different than creating this nekol chera? Just like creating the nekol is going to be also, should we also, also too open up the barrel? Says the Gemara, you can't compare the two cases. This is connected, this is not connected. Meaning, this shirt was connected begged. It was one begged. And now when you want to open it up, that's going to be a problem. It'll be the Korea because I'm not going to publish. However, when you create the barrel, the, when, you rip, cut, when you slice off the top of the barrel, the cover of the barrel, that was two pieces connected. So even though it was connected very tightly, but still, it was not considered a chibur. It wasn't considered one thing, and therefore it's not going to be a problem of Makabeh Patish. And again, this is very much Negev, we'll see later on, Bez Hashem, about opening up soda bottles, opening up cans, different things on Shabbos, Negev, to our Sigya. Says the Gemara right there. Now, once we mention this idea that something which is connected is something which is considered one thing versus something which is just two pieces and connected, and Gemara is now going to talk about this in regards to Allah's of Hilchas Tama. So says the Gemara, Ramli Rabbi Yirmi asked us, Steer to Rabzer. Tonight we learned in the Mishnah in Uktzin, Shalashal Kaifzin, Mishal Shalashal Techas, Abegach, Tafarbek, Layim. Let's say you have a Shalashal Kaifzin, which actually explains where a person would do the laundry and you just tie the clothing together so that it wouldn't get lost. So right after you take it out of the, right after you wash it, you're going to untie it. So again, the Gadamar are connecting now, but you plan on tying it very soon. And you have a key ring, a bunch of keys on it, a baggage top of a climb, and you have a baggage which is sewed up with climb. But again, you plan on taking you plan on taking those that piece of climb out, so it's not going to connect anymore. Allah is that's considered a connection for Tuma until you actually untie it. Meaning, even though you plan on tying it soon, Allah is is that right now that since they're tied together, they are going to become tummy. And if one baggage is tummy, all the begadim are tummy because they're considered one big baggage. So it says you see that even when you're not doing the malacha, meaning even after the person washes the clothing and he plans on untying it, because now he's done the there's no reason for them to be tied together, but since you didn't actually untie it, they're still considered one baggage, and therefore, if one of the begadim become tame, all the begadim are now tame. So says the Gemara, we have a raya that even if it's connected, it's considered a chibur, and as long as one of the begadim become tame, the whole thing becomes tame. But as the Gemara, a person made a handle for an axe, for a hammer, or chibur l'tama b'shas malacha, but the halacha is that it's considered connected for tama only when you're doing the actual malacha, meaning, let's say a person had the head of an axe, the head of a hammer, and he quickly put together, he didn't have a handle, so he just put together, he stuck in a piece of wood. He doesn't actually plan on leaving it there. So the halacha is, is that when he's actually using it during the malacha, then it's considered connected, and if one of the, one of the parts, if the head would become tummy, the whole thing would become tummy, or vice versa, the handle would become tummy, the whole thing would become tummy. However, for Shalei B'Sha'as malacha, when he was actually finishing doing the malacha, light, then halacha is, it's not makabal to anymore, and they're not considered they're not considered connected, since after he's done the malacha, he's just going to throw away the wood, so the it should be the same thing, just like by the case of the 
uh, hammer over here, we're saying that since he plans on just throwing it away afterwards, so then after he finishes doing the malacha, they're not considered connected, they're not considered one clear, they're considered two kalim, and therefore if one becomes tummy, the other one's not tummy, we should say the same thing over here, that when the person has the begadim, which are tied together after he finishes washing them, since he plans on untying it very soon, the chariot should not be considered connected, and they should not all become tummy. And since the Gemara, no, there's a difference. No, there's a big difference. Over here, by the case of the hammer, when the person's finishing, finishing banging, he just takes the handle and he throws it away. He doesn't play, he throws it amongst the wood. No, but over here, after he finishes washing the clothing, he still really would want it to stay connected because if it now gets dirty and if he has to wash it again, it'll be easier if they're all tied together. So he doesn't have to retie it. So again, the idea is, is that when, right after you finish doing malacha, you're just going to throw it away and you don't want it to be connected anymore, then the halacha is, is that it's not considered a chibrilatum. However, over here, in our case, by the shal shal pigadim, when, when the person's washing the clothing and after finishing washing, it's still, there's still it's a positive purpose for them to stay connected because if they fall down, then he's going to put it right back in into the wash and it'll be easier if they're still connected. It says, In Surah, they taught this next memory which we're going to say in the name of Chizda. Who is the Tana that holds that anything which is connected has the same status as that? Meaning, we're going to say soon that anything which is, yeah, the Kli and something which is connected to the Kli, that since it's considered Mechubar, it's considered connected, and therefore, if one becomes Tami, they both become Tami. So, who's that Tana who holds like that Shita? It's a Shita for Mary, it's not. We learned in the Mishnah and Kalim. The Allah is that, let's say, a person has a Kira. Person has an oven, and next to the oven, he puts he puts these little kalim. He connects these little kalim. This base of pach is he puts this uh, little kli next to it, which has oil in it to warm up the oil, or a little bit, uh, kli with a little bit of spices to cook the spices, or a uh, ner connected to the kira. The alachas are matam which means that if the the kira becomes if some, somebody touches the kira, somebody touches the oven, then these kalim which are connected will also become tummy, and vice versa. If you touch the kalim which are not connected to the oven, the alachas is that the oven also becomes tummy. However, the name of tummy avir, the name of in airspace, which means. Excuse me, that if somebody puts their hand into the airspace of the oven, even though the oven becomes tummy, the luck is that the things which are connected to the oven do not become tummy. For Shimon Mitar, for Shimon holds that they're tar, side maga, side matzah, because if Shimon holds that chibur is not, it's not considered a chibur, just because it's connected to the kli, it doesn't make it one kli. And therefore, these small kim, which are connected to the kira, if the kira becomes tummy, the small kim don't become tummy because they're considered two separate kale. So it says the Gemara, so our man there that holds that chibur, that once something is considered connected and now is the status of the same clean, it's, it's considered all tummy, that is a sheet of a mare. But says the Gemara, the Gemara question, what exactly is according to Shimon, he holds that they're, they're two separate kalim, so the small kalim don't have the status of the kira, and therefore not going to come tummy. Elder mayor, ikikir dummy, if you're going to tell me that something which is attached to an oven or something which is attached to another kli is, has the status of that kli, then I feel bad for nine tummy. So then it should even be tummy. If a person sticks their hand into the kira, now the kira is tummy because of Thomas Avir, so it should also be tummy with a small kalim. And ilavki dummy, if it doesn't have the status of the kira, I feel bad for nine tummy, so then it shouldn't become tummy if you touch it. Meaning, you might have shah. If you're telling me that it's considered one kli, so then even if you stick your hand into the Kira, so now the small camera should come to me as well. And if you're going to tell me it does not have the status of the Kira, so then the small camera should never come to me, even if you touch the Kira. And so the Gemara Layam Lafka Kira Dami really does not have the status of the Kira. And really, it's not just because it's touching and just because it's connected, it does not make it as if it is considered one clean. So what Rabban and Huta Gazirbu and Rabban made Xera that in regards to Thomas Maga, we're going to be Machmer and say that it's considered one clean. It says, Gemara, says, Gemara, if Rabban made Xera that it looks like one clean, so therefore it's going to be, have the status of one clean. So why didn't Rabban make Xera in regards to the Space, meaning that if you put your, put your hand into the kira it, without touching it, it should be time with small kalim. And it's the Gemara of the Rabbi and the Kira, the Mr. Vlay Chimim Vikachim. No, the Rabbi wanted to make it clear that this that we say that 
if you touch the kira and now this small camel going to become tummy, the Rabbana wants to make it very clear that's only a dinder Rabbanan. Because if it was a dinder, the Allah is that a person is not allowed to burn, Truma which only becomes tummy, the Rabbanan, Allah is you're not allowed to burn it. Truma tummy, the Rabbanan, you burn, Truma which is only tummy, the Rabbanan, you're not allowed to burn it. So since the Rabbanan said we're going to treat it as if it's tummy, the Rabbanan wants to make it very clear that's only tummy, the Rabbanan, not the So therefore they said that if a person sticks their hand into the airspace, it's not matami. So therefore it's clear that it's only going to be tummy, the Because if it was tummy, the Rabbanan, then it would also be time in the airspace. So that's why the Rabbanan made a hacker. The, to show that it's only the Edindra Abundant, and therefore people will not come to burn this type of Truma to Maya. So, again, the Rishonim do point out in our Sigya that, of course, if you connected these Kalim originally, if you made a cure with these small compartments on the side, then it's Pasha that it would be considered one clean. The discussion of the area is when you made the cure, and then only afterwards did you connect these small Kalim, and that's when Agamar is saying that it's not considered a Chibotom. Says Agamar right to Tanar Abundant, Matspires, Shalprak, and Vizamus, Rehitni, Chibotom, and Chibolaza. Person who has scissors or the knife of the carpenter, they're considered a which means that if the different parts, like the scissors has two parts and the, the, the knife, the saw, has two parts, has the handle and the blade. So the lacha is that in regards to tama, if one part, let's say the handle becomes tame, then the entire kli becomes tame. And the same thing with the scissors. If one part of the scissors becomes tame, then both parts of the scissors are tame. However, if the lacha is, is that in regards to taza, which means that it becomes tame, tumas mace, the lacha is, is that you have to do azal, you have to uh, spray on it the afer paraduma, the mechatas. So in regards to that, it does not normally make chatos just to go a little bit on it. It doesn't have to go on the whole thing. However, in regards to the in regards to spraying the mechatas, they're not considered one kli, and therefore it's not enough to just spray it on one part of the scissors. You have to spray it on both sides, on both blades. That's the halacha. But says the Gemara, says the Gemara, if you're telling me that they considered one thing, and therefore if one part becomes tummy, the other part becomes tummy as well, so it should be the same thing in regards to the In order to matar it, as long as you spray it on one part, it should be considered one kli and shall become tar. So we want shach. What's going on? Amarava says Rav. For our tire, Rav Shas and Lachah Chibar, Bein Tov Bein Laza. Midaraisa the Lachah is that when you're actually doing the Lachah, it's considered one kli. Meaning when you're actually using the saw, when you're actually using the scissor, it's one kli. And the Lachah is is that one part becomes tamei, the other part becomes tamei, and you want to be matire as long as you put it. It's considered one kli, and you don't have to be matire both sides. Ushleiv Shas and Lachah, but not while you're doing the Lachah. Any Chibar Tov Bein Laza. The Lachah is it's not considered connected side regards to Tov Bein regards to Laza. And therefore Midaraisa really, if one part of the kli becomes tamei, the other part will not become tamei. And if you were matire one part, you're not. The other part would not become tar. The gods are Rabban al Tumish Levishas Malacha, Mishim Tumish of Shas Malacha, the Alzash of Shas Malacha, Mishim Azash Levishas Malacha. The Rabban made a Kazir, the Rabban were Machman. The Rabban said that even when you're not doing Malacha, it's going to be considered Tameh, meaning even when you're not actually using the scissors, Malacha is that if it touches one part of the scissors, then the other blade is going to become Tameh as well. And the Rabban made a Kazir in regards to Azah as well, that even when you're actually doing the Malacha, the Malacha is, is that the Azah does not work, it's not considered Hebrew, it's not considered connected, and therefore you have to do Azah on both sides. Quick Azah we saw today, the Gemara on the Manalf went through that Rabba saw this ever doing two things. He saw him putting this uh, cold water on top of the boiler and he told him he's not allowed to do that because he is going to be heating something up on Shabbat. That's going to be us. The only reason why I put a mechab on top of mechab is because that you're just retaining the heat and you're not heating anything up. And the second thing he saw he's putting he put a cloth on top of a barrel and again he told him you're not allowed to do that because in the end he ended up squeezing the barrel, squeezing the cloth, and that's going to be a prop. Then the Gemara went through this mucham, this type of felt that we said you're allowed to use if it's dry on Shabbos for Atmana. The Gemara discussed that's going to be muksa or not, meaning once you're yachin it for Hatamana, maybe we'll say that now you're not going to make it into clothing if it's not going to be muksa. The Gemara brought down, no, it's not clear just because he is using Ratamana doesn't mean he's not going to end up using it to make it into clothing. Therefore, it could be still muksa. Then the Gemara went through the halacha of putting your 
stuffing your pillow on Shabbos, the Gemara made a chiluk that to stuff it originally on Shabbos is going to be a problem. However, if it was already stuffed and now it just fell out, that's not going to be a problem. That's going to be a mutter. The Gemara went through the Allah of Pesach, the Tzav of Shabbos, a person who opens up a neckle on Shabbos, the Gemara said it's going to be chayav achatas. The Gemara asked, what's the difference between that and when you open up a barrel? The Gemara said, the barrel is considered two pieces and it's not going to be a problem. The beggar is one piece and therefore it's going to be a problem. Then the Gemara went through the sugya of Chibur Latoma, which means that something which you plan on doing, something which is connected now, but you plan on tying it, the Gemara said that it's going to become Tameh. If one part becomes Tameh, that part is going to become Tameh. The Gemara brought this from a Shalash Kaisen, which is somebody is washing clothing, the Allah is that, and he ties them together, even though after he finishes washing them, he's going to untie it. The Allah is until he actually unties it, it's still going to all become Tameh. If one part becomes, if one of the clothing becomes Tameh, they're all Tameh. The Gemara asked the Kasha, I would see by the case of the hammer, the Allah is that only when you're actually doing the Malacha, it's going to become Tameh. However, when you're not doing the Malacha, they are considered two separate pieces, and they're not with Tameh. So the Gemara explained, no, by the handle of the hammer, right after you're done, you're going to throw it away. Versus over here, it's good if it stays together because if it falls down, you're going to want to put it back in and you want them, you're going to want them to be connected. Then the Gemara went through who the man that holds that Chibra. The Gemara said it's a sheet of her mayor because her mayor said that these small cans, which are connected to the Kira, that they all have the status of Tama. Even if you touch one, the other becomes Tame. The Gemara said, no, that was one of the Garbana made your eyes, so they're not become Tame. And the Gemara on the bottom went through the case of the scissors and the case of the knife, the case of the saw. That's going to be considered connected in regards to being with Tamit, but it's not going to be connect, considered connected in regards to being with Tara. The Gemara said, if it's considered connected in regards to Tamit, it should be considered connected in regards to being with as well. So the Gemara explained that really made when the when you're actually doing the Malacha, it's considered connected, sorry, in regards to being with Tamit, sorry, in regards to Hazar, in regards to Tamit. The Rabbana made a Xera that when you're doing the Malacha, that, I'm sorry, the Rabbana made a Xera that it's always considered Chiba regards to Tamit, even when you're not doing the Malacha. And the Rabbana also made a Xera that's always considered not connected, even when you're actually doing Malacha in regards to Mitara, it's never. Because they're connected, and therefore, you're always going to have to do as on both pieces. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.